0: Bubble and squeak every morning oh, all, <laughs> I don't I cannot believe Creed made that song. It's incredible. Who knew? You it, know what it means? It, no. I I've, I've, I've
2: listened to his uh his podcast with you a bunch of times. Like, I think he's on it three times maybe. Yeah. Bubble and squeak. It's English. Yeah. From England. It's what like, you make for dinner. <laughs> and then you have leftovers and they throw it in a pan with eggs and mix it back up. The next day. There you go. That's what that's what I am. Hello, hello, my favorite listeners, welcome to a very special, a very different episode of Off The Beat, but as always, I'm your steadfast host, Brian Baumgartner. Today is very exciting for me, everybody. Uh, I am here. I've always wanted to say this. I'm coming to you live from Lake Tahoe, Nevada slash California, right on the border there. I am here at Edgewood Country Club, home of the American Century Championship. That's right. 33 years This event has been going on. This is my 15th consecutive year participating in the American Century Championship here in Lake Tahoe, and as I've told many people, this is my favorite week of the year, and it is also my most difficult week of the year. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about that later. Uh, The people out here, the celebrities we have, some of them have become great friends, My favorite people in the world, really, to play golf with and to hang out with. As most of you know, I'm a big sports fan. And I would say 85% of the guys are sports, celebrities, legends, some might call them, Hall of Famers, all stars in their respective sports. We also have stars from the music industry, music artists, and of course, some actors as well. I thought it would be cool to talk to a few guys here. We are preparing for the Pro-Am Day, which is always that phrase I have an issue with because I am not a pro, okay? I think celeb-am might be a little more accurate, but I we are here on, on, on Pro-Am Day, uh, so we're gonna play with uh, some, some great supporters of American Century and this tournament and the South Lake Tahoe area for charity I'm so excited to be here. It's a beautiful day, 75 degrees here on the lake in Lake Tahoe. This special episode, I have partnered with Airbnb. Airbnb's air cover for hosts gives you the confidence to host with top to bottom protection for free. Because guess what? Airbnb has my back. And on that note, I wanted to find out who had the backs of some of these actors and athletes as they rose to fame. What or, or who gave them the confidence to overcome difficult challenges that ultimately led them to make it big? And also, why they're here, why they come back to Lake Tahoe every year for this event. You know, as I said, it's my favorite week, but it's also the most difficult. I've told this story. Many times, I've, I've never told it on this podcast and was asked about this the other day when I arrived, like, why, why do you do it? Why do you love golf? Why do you play in this tournament? And I'll be honest with you, I was a golfer, but not a passionate golfer. And I have moved to Los Angeles shortly before the office started. And, you know, I've said many times, I like charity. Charity is important to me. I also like cocktails, but the like charity cocktail party thing, this was not something that was for me, right? And so I wanted to find a way, an outlet really for charity. And so for me, it became golf. And for me, it was much more interesting and valuable to have a real connection with three, four guys who I play golf with for four or five hours for a good cause outside Uh, As opposed to, you know, casual cocktail party type conversation. So that's really why I started to play golf. I then became passionate about golf, as most of you know. And this event is so special because of the collection of people that they have here. The amount of money that American Century donates to cancer research is astounding. One of my favorite events here happened last night. It is a mandatory players-only meeting that takes place on the Wednesday night before the tournament. And they talk about rules, and the CEO, Jonathan Thomas, of American Century is there, and John Miller from NBC Sports is there and and talks to all of us. And in the middle of the the meeting, Jonathan Thomas had already spoke and introduced some special guests that, that they had. Jonathan Thomas came back up on stage and and said to John Miller, I'm sorry, I, I have to interrupt here for just a minute, and introduced a couple who were there as his special guests who had, during this meeting, donated $1 million to cancer research through American Century Investments. It was such an amazingly powerful moment. I can't tell you. I'll tell you a couple of other stories that happened. There are two people here who have played in this event every single year. Jack Wagner, actor, and Jim McMahon, quarterback of the Chicago Bears. They've played in every event. Jim McMahon has a broken foot and is is on a, a wheel thing. He only can walk on one leg, yet he is here playing in this event because of how much it means to him. Jack Wagner has had a very difficult year, and it was an emotional moment. Last night when John Miller talked about the family that this has become, this event has become. And I feel it with the guys as I see them, sometimes just once a year here, how special this place is and how special this event is. It means a lot to me. So I'm very happy that you have decided to join me here from the beach at Lake Tahoe for this very special episode of off the beat brought to you by airbnb
1: bubble and squeak
3: i love it bubble and squeak i know bubble and squeak i cook it every moment left over from the night
4: before
2: All right, everybody, I am so happy to be joined by an amazing guy who I met for the first time last night, his first year here. Adam Napier joins us. Adam, tell me a little bit about, well, why, why are you here? Why are you here playing in the American Century Championship?
5: All right, so I'm a part of Team 43, which is uh, President Bush's group. He, he does a bike ride and a golf tournament every year for wounded veterans, post-9-11 wounded veterans. And once you become a part of one of those events, you become a a part of a team, Team 43, and we go across the country and do different things. So how I ended up here, though, was I won his tournament uh, this past Veterans Day at Los Colinas Country Club in Dallas. And the winner of that gets uh, a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to take part in this event.
2: It's so incredible you know for the last I would say about 10 years there's always uh, a veteran who is here and it means so much to all the guys I I was talking about the players only meeting that happened last night and it's hard to explain (laughs) as you you not being an athlete you're in a room and, it, you know, you would think about, like, when you're in school and you're, like, in, in an assembly or something, <laughs> except this assembly is some of the greatest athletes that have ever played the game. As a sports fan myself, it's kind of an incredible thing to be it just be in the room,
5: right? It, it's incredible just to, to be in the room, and that doesn't even start into how the atmosphere in the room is. And, you know, being recognized in the room, I mean, it's an incredible experience, like something I'll remember till the day I die and tell lies about it until, <laughs> until I die. <laughs> yeah,
2: you know, it's, uh, it, it, it really feels like a brotherhood. You were immediately embraced and brought into that as all the veterans are who, who come in. And the moment Adam is talking about is that he was introduced by John Miller. All the first time players are always introduced by John Miller and they're recognized. And when Adam was was introduced last night, Everyone in the room stood, and and I find it a really emotional moment just being in the room with you, a person who has done so much for our country, and really what what this is about. You know, I'm a (laughs) actor on a television show, and Jerry Rice catches footballs for a living, and you know the idiot pitchers just throw a ball, which (laughs) seems really easy, but you know what you what you have done and what you've endured is truly incredible and is Thank is you. is worthy of being recognized in that way and it's just a really powerful powerful moment in that room everybody acknowledging you
5: and, and your service it it absolutely gave me chills last night i mean it yeah i was glad they didn't find a baby picture of me but <laughs> <laughs> but uh just unbelievable and You know, and I I want to take a moment to to thank all of you guys and, you know, the football players and baseball players because you can be in the the middle of nowhere, Afghanistan and Iraq, you know, and you have an hour, a couple hours, where you get to watch a football game, a baseball game, have a movie night. Right. And it doesn't matter where you are. When you get together with a a group of guys and and gals and and have a minute, you know, it's like being home for a little bit. You know, just little things like that. You know, there's no telling how many times that we would binge watch The Office when, <laughs> we, when we'd have time. Right. You know, um, the Super Bowl games and just, you know, just anything that's a little bit of a break and makes it seem like you're back home, I mean, it it, it, it helps you get through. Right. So.
2: Well, that's, that's very emotional for me. I tell you, you know, I've said many times the greatest gift that this – Show really, the office gave me was knowing that the show brings comfort and a sense of normalcy to people in their most difficult times. We talk about the office being a show that brings comfort, and you know, when I I talk to either active military or veterans or or people going through a difficult medical situation or family issue, that that show you know has brought them something is is amazing, and to hear from you that. in Afghanistan and and that's bringing you just a little bit closer to home is an awesome, awesomely powerful thing. So thank you.
5: So this is no lie. I'm not making this up for this. Okay. But we have watched episodes of The Office in Afghanistan on our projector that we'd use for, for meetings. Right. Up against a rock. You know, we had a clear, flat rock. And, you know, we would get back in and, you know, we'd see stuff that you, you needed to laugh. Right. You know, laugh, it's true, laughter's the best best medicine. And so, you know, we may not have time to watch a movie, and you're like, hey, you know, let's watch The Office or, hey, you know, whatever. Anything to make us laugh. You know, Step Brothers was an, another one that we watched, no telling how many times in Afghanistan. Right. But <laughs> uh, it just, it, it helps your soul. You know, it, it lightens the mood. It helps you remember it's not all bad, and you know gives you something to look forward to getting back to too.
2: That's awesome. All right. Well, first off, are you going to be nervous this week?
5: You're obviously an excellent golfer. Uh, I'll but... be a, I'll be a little nervous on 17. I don't want to hit anybody. Yeah. I, I think I'll be okay with. I, I'll give you one, one, one exception. If I if I somehow have to play with Annika I that's that's gonna that's going to get to me a little bit, because I've followed her since I was a little kid. Right. You know, and being a golf fan, you know, that would be, that would be nervous. You yeah. Ten-time major winner. Right. Uh, that's different. But I think I would have been nervous, but, you know, you guys have been so accepting to us. And I, I was lucky to caddy in 2019 for the Warrior. Yep. And y'all have just opened y'all's arms to us and made it such – a relaxing experience and, and made it feel like, you know, this is a once in a lifetime chance that, you know, I want to play good, but if I don't, I, it's not going to matter, yeah. you know, and, and that mentality helps you play better too. Right. But, you know, I, I'm glad to be here and, you know, I want to do my best, but yeah, I've already won for the week. Well, that's,
2: that's amazing. <laughs> what, what gives you the confidence to go out there and make a run at winning this thing?
5: So, I, I've put a lot of work in, getting okay. ready for it. Luckily, the the Warrior Open moved a little bit this year because of COVID and right. stuff. So, I've, I've had more time. Normally, it's in you know the May time frame, so it's a pretty quick turnaround coming here. Right. But, so, we played it in November, so it gave me time to prepare. Okay. And that helps. Uh, I got out here early, uh, a little bit before it, it started getting crowded. Right. And then I was lucky the first day that I thought I was playing in a pro-am, and I show up, and I'm playing with – Justin Timberlake and Adam Thielen. And and I'm just like, well, you know, if, if I can play with these guys and not get nerves, like, I, you know, I, can, I can handle this weekend.
2: That's awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for coming and talking to me. But mostly, thank you for your service and your dedication and, and what you've given, not just me, but but all of us listening. So thank you so much. Glad to be here. Thanks. All right. Cheers. What? Is up, Jerome. Man, how are you? I'm good. The bus, we are joined here by Jerome Bettis, 13 years in the National Football League for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Super Bowl champion, played in Detroit, which is where you're from. That was a special special thing for you. Hall of Famer from Notre Dame, I think is how (laughs) we say it. (laughs) <laughs> um, it's so good to see you. Always great to see you. We've known each other now, I think. Some years, Like No, it's been, been a long time. Tell me, why do you come to this event?
4: You know what? It's great because as an, as an amateur golfer, it gives us an opportunity to actually feel as though we're professionals, right? Right. right. <laughs> and, 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 and we're te- all terrible golfers, <laughs> by the way. I will say that. Uh, but it, but it, you have one weekend in which y- your competitive juices come out. That's and right. And you say to yourself, this is my opportunity, right? Yes. And and you go out and you have an opportunity to compete and you're competing with guys that you know, guys that you were fans of, guys that you're friends of. And so it's just a great mix of people that you get an opportunity to play with and get a chance to know, fellowship with them all. But at the end of the day, you're competing. You're looking at that score. You're like, man, I got to get that. I got to make a bogey. I know double bogeys, right? You said this. I just got to get a point. I got to get a point. I got to get a point. Are you... So you're very competitive with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I think we all are. Yes. I don't. I don't. I don't think it's competitive in the sense where I'm coming here, man. I got to win, right? right? It's competitive saying I want to. Beat my score from last year. That's right. That's I what want I want to. I want to go out and play a a, a, a stress free, mistake free round.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh,
4: you know, I want to be the best version of myself I can be. Right. And so yeah. that's that's kind of the competitive nature that you that you put on yourself. And then when uh, obviously you you get paired up with some guys, you're like, oh crap, here we go, here <laughs> we go, right? And guys get to talking crap. You're like, all right, let's go. So so you know, it's one of those opportunities that you get very very rare to come out compete with yourself and with uh with guys that you you know and like yeah it's it's a crazy
2: you know thinking about last night and that meeting that had you know that we had Mm -hmm. and just the collection of people that are in that room yeah and you know you've got adam napier who gets introduced the wounded warrior who's playing in the thing is like a powerful powerful moment Yep. And then you hear the amount of money, like that it's...
4: R- yes, right. It made a difference. Made a right? difference. It's made a significant difference in this community that we're playing in. And it's one of those that it's it's commendable. It's to be commended and, and to know that you're part of that, right? Okay. That. You're using your collective celebrity to benefit others, right? So that makes it a a win-win. Obviously, you come out here, get a chance to play golf in a beautiful setting, beautiful course, but also you're doing a lot of good, and that that makes it even that much more special to get on a plane to come out here and to know it's benefiting a lot more than just you playing golf.
2: Yeah. Do you go into shame spirals of self-hatred? For sure. Yeah. for sure,
4: for sure. Because what happens? It, it always happens. You hit that bad shot, a yep. shank or something. You like, you go right in the tank. You could have been playing well. I mean, as soon as you, you like, oh man, here it comes and everybody's watching. You're like, and- no, yeah, and then don't hit a second one because. <laughs> Now you want to quit. You yeah. want to throw the clubs <laughs> and just absolutely walk off the course if you could. The problem is you got the shame walk. You got to walk over there. You got to drop it from the water. You got to do all the stuff. And then you say to yourself, I don't believe this.
2: I do have to tell you, though, I I played in the event in Greenville, South Carolina, mm. BMW. And I'm playing with a professional on the Corn yeah. Ferry Tour. Yeah. These guys are really good. Really good. And- one of them on our second hole that I, my partner made a nine on a par five. Wow! Now this is a professional, right. which as you discussed, we are not. <laughs> Let's be not. clear. No. So what happens? Twice. It, it happens. happens. It happens. But he had a 250 yard walk of shame back to his ball, oh. which I was like, my heart was breaking for him, uh, knowing how it feels. Who who is the guy that you're looking at? Because, right, it's online, live streaming. Yeah. Who's the guy, when you're done with the round, who Who are you looking at? First guy? Who's the first guy besides yourself?
4: First guy I'm looking at, Larry Fitzgerald. He talks so much smack to me. Okay. And we're really good friends. I've known him since he was back in college at Pitt because I was playing with the Steelers, and, you know, we were oh, right there. Oh, right, right, right. There. So, if there's one guy who who, you know, we always are looking at the scores, so soon as we, soon as we see each other. Uh-huh. Yeah. Rough day today, you know. <laughs> he's so he's the first guy I look at every single time.
2: Okay. Who has helped you the most to give you the confidence to be able to, to do this? Oh, wow. That's brought you out here. Hmm.
4: That's a good question. Hmm. You know what? It Hasn't really been. Yeah, you know, I, t- I tell you, who's really helped me? I brought in a caddy from Shadow Creek, in yeah, Las Vegas golf right. course, amazing course. We played many times. I played yes. many times, and and he was always the, the young caddy. Was always a sense of comfort for me, right? When I was playing there, he could kind of talk me off the ledge, right, so to speak, right? right. And so I said to myself, you know what? I need to see if I can get him here right because I can get that same calmness, that same conversation, that same attitude. I can get him on the bag and it'll really and it and it has. He's come the last couple of years and I felt much better in terms of my game, how I'm going out there with a strategy and idea. So he's been he's been very beneficial to my confidence because I know I've got a guy. He's a really good player in his own right. So I've got a guy who understands and knows kind of what I'm capable of and what I'm not capable of, right? and that's the one thing. That's a huge that's point, a huge. Because the majority of the times we want to try to hit the hero shot. That's right. We can't hit it. No, can't hit it. Five percent. Five is right. Yeah. And you take. Of that five percent you can take it in half because now your body is tense and it's tight and you got these people looking, you are like, man. And and now all of a sudden you got no chance. Yeah. Absolutely no chance to hit it. I'm just gonna <laughs>
2: hit this cut three wood oh, yeah. over the crowd That's to right. come back. Yeah. yeah. And it's
4: water on the left and I gotta <laughs> cut it and I'll get it in there and let it drop right in. Of course not.
2: Yeah. How uh, how many points? Uh, what are you looking at? How many points this week? What's your best? What's your best finish here? My
4: best finish, I think, was T fifteen. Holy, um, that was monster. a couple, a couple years ago, uh, the COVID year. Okay, because I was tuned up. You know, right. And that was all I was doing was playing. Right, right, right. Couldn't do much else. So I was in great form. And so that was, that was, that was number, T-15. number one. That was, that was pretty good. How much? Um, ma- so how many points is that? That's probably was in the 40. Yeah. 40. That's probably range. 15 a day. Yeah. yeah I, I was, that's I, very I played, good. I played very well. Now I will say this. I regressed <laughs> <laughs> last year. I think I was, I only finished with about almost 50 or maybe 20. I think I was right, right in the 15 to 20 something range. Right. It was not. Very good. All right. Well, at
2: all. listen. I hope that it goes great for you this week. But more than that, it's great to see you. Have fun. Absolutely, absolutely. We always have fun. We always have fun. Let's have fun and um, put and a score up there. Let's put a score up there and yeah. you kick kick Larry's ass. I'm going for him. All right. Man. Let's get him. All right. All right thanks, bud. <laughs> thanks.
4: Appreciate it. Thanks, you. dude. Thank you.
6: Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: I am joined here on Off The Beat by my old friend, good friend, like legendary is that the right phrase come on legendary sportscaster jimmy roberts joins us here how many years have you been coming here
1: this is 22 for me 22 do you know i almost died here one year literally yes wait tell me yes I, i remember this so this is about 10 years ago 10 12 years ago just doing the tournament and uh i didn't feel well and You know, those of us who travel for a living, you're used to being on the road and not feeling well. You deal with it. Somehow it just felt different. So uh, I ended up taking myself to the hospital. My appendix had exploded.
2: That's right.
1: My appendix had exploded. And then um, they did the surgery, took it out. And I was recovering. And there was a complication. And they had to do another surgery. I was in the hospital here for two weeks. Here? Yeah. And I was lucky because the surgeon, it's a small regional hospital, the surgeon was a guy who had spent his entire professional career as a combat surgeon he's from in the Air Force oh so wow. he'd seen everything he'd seen every kind of trauma and he took such good care of me but I mean it was uh, in my family when you say Lake Tahoe it has the best of connotations and the worst so wow that's inc- that is amazing what, what what makes this event special well, people to you. like you I mean uh, listen when would I Stop he, it. No, seriously. When would I get to meet and hang out and make friends with people like you? When would our paths cross? Right. They wouldn't, you know? I mean, they might. And and I, I'd be curious to know what you think about this, but the thing that I think makes this event so special is that you you guys, people who compete in it, get to cross paths with people that you would never cross paths with. That's right. And Everybody lets their hair down. There's no pretense. Everybody's just, you know, not necessarily thinking that they have to worry about very much. Everybody just hangs out together. It's a very casual vibe. I mean, I've always felt that way. Yeah. It's the most relaxed broadcasting experience I will do all year. Right. And I get to just, you know, a lot of it is for many, many years I was out on 17, you know, doing the interviews and that was fun. And now I'm in a booth calling golf, and it's a totally different narrative. I just get to be up there and talk about golf, you right. know? And, you know, like I found out yesterday, I was talking to Justin Timberlake. And when do I get to say that? Just yesterday, I was talking to Justin Timberlake. <laughs> anyway, I was talking to I was talking to Justin, and he, and he was th- – there's a commonality about it, like for all of us. What do we talk about? What's the first thing I said to you? How's your golf? How's your golf game? Okay, right? Yeah. We're all golfers, right. you know, for better or for worse. And so Justin launches into her in there having a sandwich. And, hey, how you doing? What's happening? What have you been up to? How's your family? This, that. And he says, and I said, how's your golf? And he says, well, yeah, you know, I I got this thing going on with my with my left side. And he starts telling me about how he his shoulder, I guess it's his left shoulder, he's double jointed. So it kind of pops in and out. Oh, Jesus. And he says, here, check this out. And he puts my hand on his shoulder and it's clicking in and out. Yeah, but anyway, and it's like, so that's... I said, okay, well, that'll end up on the air this weekend. Yeah. But it's yeah. just... it's. Listen, this is... It's just fun. Yeah. You know, I enjoy coming here because I just get to talk... Can I curse on me? Yeah, on the, of course. I get to talk shit. Yeah. You know,
2: so it's yes. fun. Yeah, no, anyway. I... Listen, I, I think you've actually touched on something that I haven't thought about quite in this way. I mean, I, I would like to think, and I do think it is true... That there's just a an amazing collection of really good guys and gals who are together, <laughs> but that commonality that you just talked about, like there's also we're all working on the same thing, and there's and you no pretense, there's no there's no I'm better than you, oh, yeah. I'm gonna you know well, because, because we all suck. That's
1: right. We're all just doing the best we can out Outside here. Outside of Mark Mulder and Marty Fish and, That's right. you know, Jack Wagner, we all suck, okay? Yeah. No, it's I just a degree to which we suck, <laughs> you know? And that, you know, we're all equally as consumed by the game, befuddled by it. But, you know, I, I also think there's a, it, it feels like a sense of community here. Yes. You know, like you come here and whether you're a broadcaster or a participant or you're Justin Timberlake, or you're somebody that could walk through the crowd and nobody would know, it doesn't matter. We're all here just part of this community, and it's fun, and it, it just it just feels so good, you know? Yeah. It really feels good.
2: I, I, I could not agree more. I have said already today, it's my favorite week of the year. It's also the most difficult week. It's the most right, listen, difficult dude, thing that I do every year.
1: Dude, listen, I don't know how you guys do this. I... I, this morning, I'm was doing a, I'm doing a story for the weekend on the 7th hole. Okay. You know, the 17th gets all the attention, but the 7th hole is becoming a little bit of, you know, a shit show out there. Yeah. And so we're going to do a story about the 7th hole. And so I'm out there, and I go out there with the camera crew, and this is golf, you know, so these people know who I am. It's not like I'm a celebrity or anything, but these people know who I am. It's
2: Jimmy, Jimmy. Yeah.
1: Jimmy, you got to hit a shot. Now it's 8.30 in the morning, you know, I'm... <laughs> not ready i haven't loosened up i haven't done anything they shamed me into hitting a shot fortunately it wasn't awful but then they shamed me into i'm just like subject to such peer pressure they shamed me into shotgunning a a <laughs> corona smear, no it's oh. worse a smirnov oh. ice yeah you know yeah they tossed me one yesterday
2: it hit the ground and it, they just immediately got sprayed by me. That's that's how I that's
1: how I roll. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Let me let me turn sure. this, this around. Your, because yeah, I I figured you would. Well, I'm you know it's what I do for a living. Yeah. My wife says I don't have conversations with people. I interview them. <laughs> do you ever get tired of talking about the office? You know, because I could see how you could.
2: I, I I will answer the question this way. I am so fascinated by, and I know you are an author and 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 life fascinates you as well i truly became fascinated with what happened to our show afterward mm-hmm. like that that it became more popular after 5 6 years when we had not filmed anything and that the show exploded that is a truly fascinating question with me that i think i think even smarter people than me should try to explore why that is but the journey that i've been on in trying to answer that question of why has truly brought me joy i think i think it's I think it's fascinating and that and that young people a show that wasn't being made for young people you know not just survives but thrives this year later and you know we were a big show you know we were on NBC and but you know for me for all of us we weren't friends at the time we right. weren't Seinfeld even right. you know we were we were the, uh, we were right. the NBC's number one show right but we weren't that. And now you became to that, that plus. That's that's the crazy thing.
1: Yeah. So and I've told you this before and you know, many, many times. I mean, I have my youngest son is eighteen years old, and at one point he became this is probably five years ago, became so fascinated with the show that every day he he binged the whole thing three three times through. Yeah. And when he found out that I knew you, <laughs> you know, I know listen, I've met Muhammad Ali, <laughs> yeah. Michael Jordan, I mean I could not have been elevated to a higher (laughs) status in his life. I've been to the White House for dinner, dude. and, And listen, none of that matters, okay? What matters is that I, you know Kevin? Okay, so wait, can I, I'm sorry to turn this around on you, but I have always been fascinated with the acting that you were able to do. When I first met you, I could not get it out of my head that you weren't that character because that character yes, probably was so challenging to become. Right. And it's so different from who you are. He's different from who I am.
2: But that's what I say. You know, that's the thing that's crazy is that, you know, it's like me trying to be a golfer. Like I, I mean, I did go to school for it. Right. I mean I, I get you know it. I was you know right. that you're, that, I mean, you're that, a professional.
1: I'm a professional. i I'm a professional. It. Right.
2: But yes, thank you. Thank you for what I will consider to be a compliment. I it appreciate is a compliment. It. I
1: appreciate dude, all right, that. dude, I've, I've hijacked your podcast long enough. I apologize.
2: No, please, uh, Jimmy. Thank you so much. I'm, yeah, I'm excited to spend some time and just do me a favor. What's that? Just don't be kind, Dan, Dan Hicks. Be kind. one, be kind. Two, obviously, give me some screen time. <laughs> Three, Dan Hicks. There, a lot of people don't know this. The most famous wrestler in the history of the U.S. Actually, I believe. Dan His Gable. name is Bruce Baumgartner.
4: Oh, and
2: that's right. He calls you year, Bruce. He calls me Bruce. Every, let's go to Bruce Baumgartner out no. on five or whatever. Yes, he did. And I've given him hell about that before. So just, just, just remember my name. Just I'm, remember my name. Remember my name. Yeah. remember my name. Remember my name. Remember my name. Thanks, Jimmy. Always deal? great to see you. All right. Cheers.
1: Deal, Brian. Thank you. Thanks, Bud.
0: Sure. <laughs> <eating every morning laughs> <laughs> I can't
2: believe Creed fucking made that song. It's incredible. All right, ladies and gentlemen, a very, very special guest. He's promised me to come back uh, for another episode and and really talk about his life and and his career. But I am joined here by well, it, it, you're like Beyonce, right? It's just one word. I guess it's two. The Miz. That's right. professional wrestler with the WWE and and personality I guess is that what you WWE entertainer WWE
0: superstar, superstar you name it,
2: I do it. <laughs> <laughs> specifically superstar i remember the first time i met you which was a long time ago. i
0: was wondering see so yesterday uh for those that weren't there was like a players meeting at the acc yes. and i saw brian i wasn't sure if you re- remembered me oh a
2: hundred per- no a hundred percent
0: i wanted you to know how much i love your podcast how much i love off the beat i loved all the office stuff i think you're a tremendous interviewer your voice and your transitions are absolutely incredible the dialogue i love hearing acting and how people do their process I, I just didn't really enjoy that yeah and so what you do and what you dissect you do such a phenomenal job but I didn't I didn't know if you now. where where do you, where is
2: your first recollection of where we met my recollection I which I think is accurate is we were playing in a celebrity poker event and you had the, the wrestling belt over your shoulder and he made, really made me laugh, and we hung out there. I think it was a couple of days, or it was at least a really long day. Yeah, it that, was a long that, day. That was it, right? Was it, no. no. Okay. Now, I don't know if you'll remember
0: this. Okay. Lay Do. Do you me- remember a club named Lay
2: Do? Yes, I do remember. We club- met there. I do don't
0: remember
2: you, that, I, it's okay but, you don't okay because
0: there were so many people and, right, da, right, da, da, right. and I was a huge office fan and I was like oh my God Brian's here oh, oh. My god so I came up introduced myself it was very quick okay and so you wouldn't rem- it's not something memorable and right. I wasn't really uh, I was off the real world maybe at challenges and, okay and I think I was
2: just starting in WWE okay and so that's probably why well let me tell let me tell you something that this should make you feel better. I was I was at I
4: think it was a, a, a
2: reconstructing it I was at a, a bar in Los Angeles to watch Sunday football and occasionally people come up and I take pictures so years later there's a photo that surfaces of of myself Brian Baumgartner but Kevin Malone with me and post Malone <laughs> and this 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 photo picture starts surfacing around and I see it a few times I don't pay any mind and my my niece sends it to me and says oh my god is this real and I had on a black shirt and I think he had on a white shirt is my recollection I'll post the picture again but there's kind of a line it looks photoshopped right so it's like post Malone Kevin post Malone thing I thought it was photoshopped and then it just keeps coming up and it had been like a long time before you know since this picture had allegedly happened So I finally do the easiest thing in the world and Google Kevin Malone, Post Malone. The first thing that pops up is Post Malone's Twitter page. Now, I've not ever met him or talked to him, and he posted the photo. So it clearly was him and I at this place in Los Angeles that took a photo, and I didn't remember that. That's and his name is Post Malone. Well, it's also, by the way, like before iPhones were really popular and camera right. phones were really
0: popular, so we didn't, we never got the picture. We like, didn't have know, the we picture. Didn't, we didn't That's have a right. picture to remember it by. That's but right. But yes, we did do. Uh, we did gamble. I'm not. I think you beat me by the way I that did. day because you. Yeah, were, I did.
2: You were really good. I won it. I want a seat at the World Series of Poker. You did,
0: that, did at that have event. You, have you played this week at all? Poker. Yeah. Maybe a little blackjack. Maybe a little blackjack. Maybe a little blackjack. All right. Okay. All right, maybe okay. A, maybe just a little blackjack. I've, I've We're debating. in Nevada. It's legal here, do by you know, the way. Do you know what happened to me yesterday? Uh, no. So I was walking out of my elevator. Okay. And you saw I looked, me. I looked. No, no. Okay. I did, a different I did, that time. That did happen. Yes, that happened. But I walked out of my elevator because I was really tired after yesterday. I mean, eighteen holes, uh, doing all the media that is here at ACC, and then I get out of the elevator and there's a chip. What do you? How much do you think that chip was worth? $5,000.
2: I almost I, said $5,000. I swear f- to you. I,
0: I, and I, I thought it was a joke. I, I looked down and I, I looked around and I was like, oh my God, there's a $5,000 chip here. And I was like, hello? Hello? Is anyone here? I thought someone was like pranking me. So I pick it up and it's a real $5,000. There's no one in the hall. What do you do? Dude, so I I I'm I'm trying to think what is what do you do like so if I would call down to the lobby and say hey I found a five thousand (laughs) dollar chip someone is going to claim it someone's going to be like yeah that's
2: me yeah but
0: I was also thinking man if I lost five thousand dollars I would be so upset but also I feel like. If you have a $5,000 chip, there's probably a bunch of other chips to it, and you don't even know how much you really have. So it's either one or two ways, but I feel so bad, and I don't know what to do with it. And today, someone was messing with me. I told one of my buddies, and then he told someone, and I was telling the person the story. He goes, yeah, I lost a $5,000 chip. I was like, I felt a sense of relief. I was like, oh, I have it. I have it. And he's like, I'm joking. I knew that you found one. And I was like, what do you do with
2: that? Here's what I think you should do. I think you should give me the chip, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. No, seriously, and I'll go. I'll take care of it for you, one way or the other. I'll take sure, care of it. Sure, you're for the you. guy. I'm the guy. I'm the guy. All I do is fix problems for people. That's all <laughs> I do here at the American Century Championship. Uh, we're here. This is your first year. Yes, that's why I really wanted to talk to you today about this. This is your first year. T- talk to me about the experience thus far. We haven't even teed off on Friday yet, but tell me, tell me about your experience. It's been well.
0: incredible so far. I mean, everyone has been above and beyond nice. And usually when you have, and this is not saying anything, but when you have a group of celebrities, there's usually one that's kind of like, hey, how you doing? And they look at you and roll their eyes and walk away or right. try to find someone that's more important than you to talk to. <laughs> right. I have not had that at all. And if, if anything, more people are like, hey, hi, nice to meet you. Hey, let me introduce you to this person and this person and this. And I'm like, wow, this is unlike any other celebrity event I've ever been to. And not only that, I get to golf. The weather is beautiful here. I've been I've been getting lessons from like just some of the top people at Golf Channel and NBC Sports and it's really honestly it's made my game horrible because <laughs> whenever you get take a lesson before yeah, a terrible, you don't take a lesson why are before you doing just, that? I don't I, I don't have an opportunity to get these type of these teachers these these legendary teachers <laughs> to come oh and say God. hey You know, so I'm like, yeah, I'll I'll do a lesson, and then I'm like, oh my god, my swing's going bad right now. (laughs) I heard someone tell you yesterday, it's like we're going to take your game to the next level. Yeah, what is the next level for you?
2: I think, I think the next level for me is is would be to be a four. That would be the that would be the your handicaps a four. No, that would be it. That would be it. You're that good. No, I'm like a seven eight, seven or an eight. Depending on how I'm playing and you know whatever, I, I enter my that, scores That's and stuff. pretty good. It is. It turns into a Tahoe 12
4: during this event. <laughs> like way, very how hard are these
2: greens, man. They're very difficult. You They're can't only even gonna, read them. I mean, it's going to get more difficult. That's all I can say. It's it's going to get faster. Yeah, I was yeah. talking to Charles, and Charles like, I was like, I think I'm going to do pretty good here, and he's like, Yeah, wait till you
0: hit your first patron, and I go, Wait, what? <laughs> He goes, Yeah, when you hit your first person, it'll ruin your entire game and you'll you'll have no idea. And I go, Wait, you think I can actually hit someone? He goes, Do you hit the ball straight? I go, Not all the time. And yeah. he goes, Exactly. And I go, Oh my gosh. And so that's when I first realized how Charles got that swing that is so legendary to look at, where he stops and yes. because you get in your head. Yeah. And I found myself getting in my head yesterday. That's don't and the only that. time I wasn't in my head was when I got the audience to actually cheer for me. Yeah, you know I want people <laughs> chanting "Baba Booey," you know, behind my swing. You know, <laughs> what 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 gives you the confidence this week to play? Honestly, I, you know, just having fun. Okay, I, I'm I, I am here to compete. I have a competitive juices, but in all honesty, it's it's here to just enjoy myself. That's right. Enjoy the fresh cut grass, the beautiful setting, the audience giving them a show uh, entertaining and just having fun and just meeting a ton of cool people who I've watched, you know, I've, I've, I've watched the office and I've, I listened to every one of your podcasts, listen to the deep dives and just hearing uh, the stories behind the stories. Like I love the insights of different shows and how they started, how they got their process. Like, you know, sometimes with my show, Ms and Mrs., you know, I feel like every season we're like, man, are we going to get re-upped? Are we going to re-upped? Even though the ratings are great, right? But you never know. And to hear a legendary show like The office, one of the biggest shows now that you look at and you go, how can this show even be like looked at as not brought up again and again and again
2: for new seasons right? It's crazy. I well, I'm so happy you're here. Uh, it's great to see you again. If you need help dealing with that five thousand dollar chip, let me know, I and might, I can—I might see you in the high rollers. I, I'll be like, "Hey, <laughs> hey, you're better than me at this. Let's split this half and half. You know, we'll
0: see where we go with it."
2: Uh, Miz, the Miz is here. Just a, such an amazingly gentle, kind, positive spirit. Well, thanks, you are. man. Congratulations on your success and good luck this weekend. If there's one guy, last question. One guy or gal that you want to beat? Pat McAfee, right. 1000%. The dude came here in
0: sleeveless shirt on a golf course, yeah. like with no muscles. You know, so I mean, honestly, me and him, yeah. me and him, have been talking a lot of smack because uh, yeah. he's a SmackDown commentator for WWE, yes. and he's just a really good, positive, fun guy to be around. Like, honestly, if you want to have a good time, hang around Pat McAfee. Yeah, but uh, but, but you want you want to kick his ass? I want to beat him so badly.
2: Okay, because
0: we have a bet that we we rib each other a lot. Right, the one person has to say three days of just compliments, nonstop. <laughs> On like social, on like his radio show, like in WWE, whatever it is, you just have to compliment that person for three straight. Three days. Three straight days, and that's the hardest thing for either of us to do.
4: That's so good. What? Yeah. What? Uh, what's your What's your
2: handicap again?
0: Did you say? 12, I don't even 13? keep one you because keep one. I lose so many balls. And now How I'm, I'm all in my head. The guy has the ugly. He's a cross between Charles Barkley and John Rom. I say this because he has an ugly <laughs> swing. The swing looks terrible, but he hits it 300 yards and straight. Oh wow! I'm nervous. Because uh, my game, I thought I was coming in here. I felt pretty confident. And then I started getting in my head. And now I'm just, I don't know what's going to happen on Friday.
2: Wow. Are you lefty? Yeah. Okay. Because he has on a, a right glove, a glove on his right hand. That was how I, that was my investigative journalism right yeah. there. That's how I knew. Good luck. And yes, I'm wearing a golf glove while doing a podcast. <laughs> yes. <that's laughs> that that's stole it. Him I stole stolen mean, from the <laughs> race. We're about to tee off. Um. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you. And we're so gonna much. have you back on the show. Hell we're gonna yeah. talk about, about your, your your life and career. All right. Yeah, Thanks man. so much, dude. Thank you. Guys, I'm so happy to be joined here by the legendary running back from the National Football League, the LA Raiders, et cetera, et cetera. Marcus Allen Hall of Famer. My good friend, Marcus, thank you so much for joining me briefly. We're here on the lakes.
3: About time, you ask me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Listen. Well, <I'm> gonna, <laughs> I've been waiting, dude. Actually,
2: I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call you, and we're going to sit down, and we're going to yeah. really talk about your career, but I wanted to take a couple minutes today. I know this event means so much to you as yes. it does to me. Mm-hmm. You and I have known each other now, which is a crazy thing. I'm such a huge fan of yours and for me to be able to play and get to know guys like you, this is what brings me the greatest joy. And I'm a big admirer of you as well, it's, so thank you. Bro. Well, I, and you as a person as well, why do you keep coming back here every year? It's the best, man. <laughs> this
3: is the best. <laughs> I mean, you talk about the golf course. Yes. We can begin there, and then we can talk about the scenery, and then we can talk about the actual, you know, the event the sponsors American Century and what they've done. It's just... And then the guys that are here. I mean, we've all become like family. You know yes. what I mean? We see each other every year. We're looking forward to seeing each other and stuff. And then the competition. Right. I mean, and the fans. You, you can't. Uh, it has all the elements. And this is why it's the best uh, celebrity event around. It is.
2: It, it, you talk about the, the camaraderie. The event last night exemplified that. All of these Hall of Famers and idiots like me in a room together. It, the brotherhood that's there and the support that we have for each other—it right. it, 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 it truly—it's it it touches me and and makes me sort of emotional to even talk about the wounded warrior and Jack and Jim McMahon and it was just awesome.
3: Well, yeah, we've uh, listen here, the guys are great and we've had some guys that have gone through some challenges and I'm I'm, I'm really thankful that they're here, so we yeah. can support them right? right and that's one of the big things. Jack obviously. And what he's going through, I mean, I've known Jack forever, man. Yeah. And he's been a big supporter of mine, and he's just been a solid individual, right? Yeah. And um, you know, and Jim, obviously, those are the two guys that have, you know, 33 years, That's incredible, yeah, playing in the uh, this event. Yeah. Right. 33 years, and, and and Jim has been sort of, you know, obviously um, not able to walk, but he's yeah. going
2: to he's somehow. Play. Yeah. Yeah. You know what he told he me, told
3: me? He said. I wasn't gonna let
2: Jack be the last one. That's why
3: you see him. <laughs> he yeah,
2: well, had to make
3: it. He's one of a kind, man. He, and uh, so he is, we're he all is. pulling for him, and hopefully uh, he'll get through yeah. uh, with flying colors. So. Yeah. What?
2: What? What? What are you? What's gonna give you confidence this week to play well?
3: I'm just letting it go.
2: You're just gonna let it go. Just gonna
3: let it go. Yeah. Yeah. And, and don't don't worry about anything. Just play. Right. All right. And and that's it. I mean. Just get out of your head. I know. And just you and, and I have, have supported fun. each other a yeah. lot in and, this and very mo- thing. Yeah, and most of it's you know, we get uh, we hit one bad shot and it sticks with us. The for, shame you know, spiral three, of yeah, self-hatred and three doubt. Three or four holes and stuff. And then we go out here and we practice for an hour and a half afterwards. <laughs> and then we're worn down, right? We have no more energy for the next day. So, yeah. hey, I practiced 30 minutes yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I did a little short game, and that was it, man. it. I didn't do anything else, and I'm taking my time. I'm going to go out here and just let it go and have some fun.
2: Yeah, thank you so much for coming by. Thank you for being here, and uh, yeah, we'll see. You. Oh, who who's the guy that you look at when you finish? Who's the guy that you look at besides yourself? The yeah. score of, of who who you want to beat the most.
3: What is there a score that you look at on the little computer? Well, thing yeah, I mean, that's yeah. Well, I, I, can't, I can't mention my name. There's always a couple of running backs here that it can you know I can never let beat me. So, you know, you know, you know who I'm coming for this <laughs> sure. year? Ooh. You, oh, you. You. you, you, hey, be careful what you ask for. You, I'm coming for you. <laughs> Thanks, Marcus. You got it. Buddy. All right,
7: <laughs> one, two, three, one, two, three.
2: Here we go. I could not be happier than to be joined. Briefly here at the American Century Championship by Vince Carter. Now, I have to start by saying, you know, like a lot of the guys, you and I have gotten to know each other mm-hmm. over the years. I don't know if we've ever had this conversation. You know, my dad went to Duke.
7: No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my dad
2: went to Duke. So let's just say there were... There were years that I did not root for you. Of course.
7: Specifically. Of course. It's fair, though.
4: Specifically
7: did not root for you. <laughs> Those are good years, too. My, my college years were, were one and two, always
4: going back and forth. Always back and forth.
2: Back
7: and forth. Yeah. I
2: know. No, I
7: remember. Why, why do you keep coming here every year? I mean, it's just... So now that I've retired, golf is my competition. Okay. And like all of us here, we want to be good at it, and golf gets the best of us. But yeah. it's like coming here and making new friends, but the celebrity types, the athletes, the people coming from whatever their profession here for friendly competition, but yet, you know, it's real competition. There's always somebody here you want to beat or you want to play well in front of or so 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 the first year was, uh, like probably everyone else, was a little nerve-wracking, and by the second... By the end of the second day with the third day, I felt good. I was like, man, I hope they bring me back. And now, you know, you get that email. Hey, we're, we would like to invite you. I'm like, yes, every year. Yes, every year, right. I'm, I, this, I plan everything around here now. That's right. This this week.
2: what's Who's the guy or gal that you look at when you're done to see where they are? Who's the guy you most want to beat and you've got in your sights? Everyone gets a similar smile
7: on their face when I ask <laughs> this question. There's, there's a few. I mean, obviously... The basketball guys, right. uh, you know, I- Iggy's here, Kyle and I, we play golf a lot, so okay. it's like we root for each other, but we want to do you better than be, each other, that's that's right. so you know how to go. Uh, I leave Vinny Del Negro alone, you know, he yes. won it last year, so that's that's a yeah, different, different strategy. Yes, yeah, you need that right. guy alone. Marcus, I know who's on here, and Jerome Bettis. Uh, are here we we all come out of the same golf club golf club of georgia in atlanta okay we all right play, so of course i'll be watching those guys and like there again we root for each other but we want to do a little better <laughs> than each other yeah. <laughs> what 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 brings you well oh, let me say this oh, yeah. everybody i'm sure will say just as long as you do better than barkley as well cuz yeah. so i know chuck so yeah of yeah. course and i had to play in the, in the group last year i was like what does that say about my <laughs> game right <now?" laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, but anyway. I the tr- trust me. I have played in a number of years in his group. Right.
2: Yes, and it's. Uh, but I tell you what, he he taught me something. Tr- tr- honest, honest to God, when I started coming here, I think I was paired with him the first year. It was 15 years ago mm-hmm. now, and he and I were playing together. And he, you know his swing at that point. I hope it's a little better. Yeah, Last it year it was it was it was it was starting to look look good. Yeah, it, it, it has looked good. You know he can't hit the ball. He's the, Hank Haney is walking with us at one point, puts on sunglasses, and I'm like, like right before he swung, I'm like, what is he doing? Why, why does he keep putting these on right before? And I realized they were blacked out. He was blacked out, so it wasn't just close your eyes. It was like black out this and just swing to try to get over that, this, that mental, this mental this mental thing over the ball. I Got mean, you. crazy and not very successful to, me, <laughs> right, to be honest. Right, right. But I will tell you, walking around here with him, I've said this many times. He knows everybody's name. He asks about their family. The, it's the, unbelievable. The, the, the volunteers that are here have been here, right. in, in some cases, for many, many, many years. And he he cares about everybody. He looks everybody in the eye. He says hello he and has asks gift. about them. It, it truly, and I, honest to God, I t- try to model that right. behavior now. Because you know what? It takes just as much energy to be nice as it does to be an asshole. That's very true. And and I I promise you that came from from this event, me yep. getting to know
7: him and his generosity of spirit. It's so incredible. And it's just, it's amazing to see because you know, like you said, the the effort, but he just it's just second nature to him. And to see how people respond to him, it's like it's a great feeling. You sit back and smile, and it's not even you. It's not you. you. know yeah. And it's just amazing. And like you said, he's just he's. He's just a great person. I mean, you can say what you say about him, and he says he speaks his mind, yep. and you appreciate that, but, yep. at, but when you're around him, you're like, man, he's like, I tell people all the time, what you see on TV is that, but when you're around him, he's like the life of the party and one of the f- friendliest, nicest people.
2: He really is. It's, you know, and I get asked about him, you know, and making fun of his swing or whatever, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. like I just I always want to say you just need to get to know him yeah. because this the is not side. like you would be rooting so hard for him. And I'm rooting so hard for him right. to play better. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> what what gives the confidence for you? Like what what gives you confidence out here? When, uh, in the face of
7: all the fans and the jitters. Once you get, and, the, once you get past the first hole, you know, that first that shot first more shot. so than I mean, like, I don't care how many years. I, my first year was like, I. it's a few times that I can recall being terrified. Yeah. And I was pretty close to that first shot. The second day was better, got better. But the, the next year and the year after that, you still have the nerves. Yeah. But – over the ball is, is a lot different than that first year. So I'm I'm better and like I said, I feel good now, but you know, it's still gonna be some be, gonna be some nerves. I just like to see the ball go forward. Yeah. And then we can figure it out from <laughs> we there. We can figure it out from there. <laughs> Vince, thank you so much hey, thanks for for for, for for
2: coming by. Thank you for being here and being so great. And you know, it 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 we've talked about it a lot with a lot of the guys. This it really has become like a brotherhood. Yeah, one hundred percent. This this event and the people here and I it is it is so truly my pleasure and my privilege to to have gotten to know you and, yeah. and other guys. So. yeah and
7: I will say this and like you said it's a brotherhood and you know seeing you guys play in other events and catch it on TV and you root for them. It's like hey man I hope you're playing well you know yeah. because because of this. And it's funny it's just it's golf. It's a it's the it's a common denominator which is golf that brings everybody here and you have appreciated and you get to meet somebody that you see, admire but never really get a sense to sit face to face over the game of golf. It's right. just golf
2: has been great to a lot of people. Sure has. Thanks. Thank you so thank you. much. My Thanks, pleasure. dude. Dude, thank you so much, man. Appreciate it, appreciate you. Thank you for taking the time. Good luck today. There is so much that I could say about this event. I, I I'm sure, after listening to this, you you feel and know how much I love it. All of the guys, so so many relationships that I have made here, that that mean the world to me, and I feel so lucky to call them now friends. Thank you so much for listening. I, I have so many more stories that I could tell. Talking about 17 and my experience there, talking about playing with Charles and Aaron Rodgers. And I, you know, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna close with this story because uh someone I was playing with yesterday in in one of the pro ams asked me this question, like, why you're from Atlanta? And I had a Georgia Bulldogs sweater on yesterday, and they were like, You're from Atlanta. Why are you a Packers fan? I don't think you've ever talked about it on the podcast this guy had had listened to all the episodes that we'd done so I'm going to tell the story I was here my first year was 2008 and I sit down at a blackjack table and there's a guy sitting next to me I had no clue who he was and uh, we start talking and he's a big fan of the office and I say thank you and we're chit-chatting and we're having a good time and and he introduces himself as, as Aaron Rodgers. Now, as soon as he said, oh, I'm Aaron Rodgers, I was like, oh, yeah, you're the guy at, from Cal. And, you know, you're backing up Brett Favre. Now you've been named the starter. Congrats. Well, this day, Brett Favre had, had decided he was retiring. And, and Aaron had been named the starter moving forward. And he's playing in this event. And that day, the first day we meet, Brett Favre decides he's not going to retire. And this is, their TV screens all throughout the hotel, everywhere, blasting sports, of course, because of this event. And he didn't know at that moment whether Green Bay was going to bring back back Brett, if he was going to go back to the bench, like what was going to happen with him. And just kind of a crazy, weird day for him and then me meeting him and we ended up hanging out. And he and I, from that day, became friends. And I know he's been on the podcast before, but, you know, i he was at the birth of my first child. His relationship means a lot to me, and that's why I'm a fan of the Green Bay Packers. It's really because of him and, and my relationship with him and then visiting Green Bay and getting to know other players, like A.J. Hawk, who, who plays here and has become a, a, a very good friend of mine as well, and Randall Cobb who we've had on the podcast, and obviously Charles Woodson, Jordy Nelson, so many of the Packers players that I, I've had a relationship here now. Uh, but it really was this event and, and that interaction that we had because I was playing in the event and he was playing in the event, and that's all that mattered. So I wanted to close with that story because I was asked about it yesterday and didn't realize that uh, I'd never told that story. I, I, I love this event. This is my 15th year, and this year I'm going to do better than I ever have before. By the time you're listening, <laughs> it'll be over, so you'll know whether or not I, uh, I came through. But I want to thank, again, Airbnb for their partnership on this episode, the air cover for hosts that gives you the confidence, like we're all looking for out here, to host with Airbnb. Top to bottom, protection for free. I, I hope you enjoyed the episode. We'll be back next week with a, with a more standard episode but uh, this has been so much fun for me to catch up with so many of, of the athletes and celebrities that are here our Wounded Warrior veteran who is here and Jimmy Roberts thanks to all of my guests and thank you for listening and well root for me and if you didn't watch go check out the score and let's, let's find out if I, I, I beat Marcus Allen till next time thanks everybody Off the Beat is hosted and executive produced by me, Brian Baumgartner, alongside our executive producer, Ling Lee. Our producers are Diego Tapia, Liz Hayes, Hannah Harris, and Emily Carr. Our talent producer is Ryan, Papa Zachary, and our intern is Sammy Katz. Our theme song, Bubble and Squeak, performed by my great friend Creed Bratton, and the episode was mixed by Seth Olansky.